welcome to the SBP podcast, the voice of mobile film. You're listening to episode 65, and I'm your host, Susie Botello. Now, first and foremost, I want to make an announcement from August, you know, last month. Uh, we have two new ambassadors for the International Mobile Film Festival in San Diego, and I know that the smartphone filmmaking community is going to love this. Jed Brophy and Mark Hadlow, thank you. Your support of mobile filmmaking inspires not only myself and the entire world of mobile film, but everyone out there with a dream. If you go to our website, Jed and Brophy are listed on the SBP team page with their biographies. Now, you may know them if you see them, and that is because they're best known as brothers Dory and Nori from the Hobbit films and have also been on the Lord of the Rings and many other films and theater productions as well. And that makes them two amazing professional actors. So thank you again, guys. Now, I want to share a little bit with you. Uh, this podcast is a little bit different. And one of the reasons for that is because, well, it's going to be uh, a podcast episode about feature mobile filmmaking. And there's a movie that's going around. It's gone viral. Um it's called Blue Moon, and this film, which stars our two ambassadors, Jed Brophy and Mark Hadlow, was shot entirely with an iPhone in New Zealand. And it's, uh, I believe that it's the first feature film shot with an iPhone in New Zealand. Now, I'm not just bringing that up because they actually made a film. But this film is a little bit special. My goal in this podcast is to inspire you. So in order to do that, I want to share some things about this film because there may be some of you, because you can't see the film. You can only see the trailer right now if, if you're online, for example. Um, and the reason for that is part of what inspires people about this film, even this trailer, even the trailer is inspiring um, is the fact that it has a few good things with it. But alongside with that are these two guys, these two actors who are known, um, they're not Hollywood film, uh, you know, actors, but they worked and they, as, as they say, they've been um, grateful and they're grateful for this to have worked on some Hollywood films, right? Like Lord of the Rings, which is you know, a big one um, for me. It's my favorite film. Um, and so is The Hobbit. Now, all said and done, um, Blue Moon is rocking the mobile filmmakers around the world. And I'm going to share why with you. But before we go there, I have a little special something to say. I want to congratulate the entire team of this film, Blue Moon, for their big win as the best feature film at the Ravenheart International Film Festival in Oslo, Norway. I just found out about this this morning, 
And it was just announced today. Um, I'm not sure what time it is there right now, but whatever time it is, thank you guys. Because the Best Feature Film Award is a very inspiring award to receive when you shot your film with an iPhone. And um, as far as I know, Ravenheart Film Festival, um, International Film Festival, is not just for films shot with phones. So this is a big, big win for all of us in the mobile filmmaking industry. I'm going to tell you what their post on Facebook says, and I'm quoting. This was an extremely difficult judging process, quote unquote. I know exactly what they're talking about, but for them and in a, in a traditional film festival, right, um, that really must have been quite something. Because now uh, we're comparing film shot with traditional film cameras and a film shot with an iPhone. I also have right now um, a little bit of an audio bite here from Rich Visor. Richard is the executive or one of the executive producers of Blue Moon. And he connected me to Blue Moon way back. Uh, <laughs> time flies when you're making films, uh, and especially in the mobile film world and social media. But um, back in March, I believe it was in March, uh, because it was just a few weeks before we had our film festival, um, I can't say enough that when I watched the film, uh, he shared the film with me, and when I saw that, I was truly impressed. But I'm going to share with you what really impressed me about the film. And it wasn't just that it was shot on an iPhone. That was like the cherry on the whipping cream, right, on the whipped cream on top. So... It's a saying, in case you guys out there in New Zealand or Norway don't understand that, but we always say, with the whipped cream on top. Well, this was the cherry on top of the whipped cream, the fact that it was shot with an iPhone. The fact of the film is, and why it's really impressive and actually going viral, it's not just because it's being tweeted and retweeted and, and so on. I, I'm sure that has a lot to do with it to get the word out there. But what's really sticking about this film is it's got a wonderful performance with a great story. But I have a little treat for you right now. Because what I want to share with you is there is a voice in this team that, um, well, if, you, if you've been following our podcast and listening to it, um, you will know that I've actually had conversations in, in separate episodes here with Steph Harris, the director and writer of Blue Moon, um, Ryan O'Rourke, the man behind the camera, um, the director of photography of Blue Moon. I've actually had an, two separate conversations also with two of my favorite people, uh, Jed Brophy and Mark Hadlow. But there's one person whom... I have not had a conversation with yet, and that is, uh, at least for this podcast, that is Rich Visor. Now, if you're on social media and you're following Blue Moon, you, you'll see his uh, Twitter handle or his Instagram 
uh, or his Facebook name, you'll see it because he's the one that's spreading the word. He is making Blue Moon fly all over the world, all over social media. Um, he's really excited. And um, I asked him to, well, since he's he's living in the UK, um, I thought I'd ask him to fly to San Diego. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'd ask him to share uh, a few words. And, well, I'm, I'm not going to tell you what he said because that would defeat the purpose of you listening. So listen to Rich. It's me great pleasure to thank Blue Moon team for all the hard work that you've put into making this movie such a success. It has been such an amazing thing to watch as it's been evolving and growing across the world and especially this last weekend to be in two film festivals in uh, Dublin, Ireland and in um, Oslo, Norway and uh, to receive this award, this uh, uh, Best Feature Film 2019 at the Ravenheart International Film Festival is just testament to the incredible work and commitment that you've all put into it. To uh, Mark, Jed and Olivia, your acting skills uh, are just second to none, and all the people who acted uh, alongside you as supporting actors were just incredible and uh, Ryan what an amazing uh, um, cinematographer you uh, are uh, and uh, this may have been your first feature film but I absolutely guarantee you this won't be your last feature film um, and to the rest of the crew you're just amazing and astounding what you've done and uh, you know I want to have a big shout out to Judd uh, your editing skills are brilliant and uh, you know I love uh, the ability to be able to sell the film based on the trailer um, that uh, you created and that's just you know incredible um, and uh, finally uh, but most of all Steph you're a storytelling god you know you've taken a photograph from your phone of a petrol station at night and you turned it into a unique story that has sold so well and I know that this is just the start this is where the bubble is going to burst and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in London uh, and Australia um, and everywhere else that we go I think uh, I think it's going to be incredible once again, I just want to say that I'm so pleased, team, uh, that we've pulled this off, that we've uh, put this together, um, and that this film is becoming a global viral success. Um, and a little shout-out to Susie. Susie, without your support, we... Uh, we couldn't have done uh, any of this stuff, so thank you. And thank you for all the interviews that you've done with uh, my team um, and uh, all the uh, uh, kind things that you've uh, given us uh, making Jed and Mark ambassadors 
for the mobile community um, and for the uh, just the ongoing work and support that you do for us, uh, retweeting, uh, giving us comments and things like that. That's just amazing. So, guys, uh, finally, you deserve a beer. And um, if I was there in New Zealand or USA, yeah, that would be the first thing I'd be giving you. Thank you. I want to say thank you to Rich for the shout out as well. Um, Rich, you rock. And this this entire team is truly um, a family in the mobile filmmaking world. So um, thank you for allowing me to include you all in in the podcast. Now, let me share something with you. What you're wanting to know is how can you make a mobile film, a feature film, and have it have this kind of an impact? Well, as any of these guys would tell you, you can do it. Yes, you can. Um, I will tell you, you can definitely do it. So, okay. So let me, let me just put it this way. You can capture the attention of your audience. Now, all the gear and all the special effects... All all the wonderful, smooth glides and beautiful sunsets alone are not going to be able to capture an audience and suspend them into a story for at least an hour, right? Um, It's just, just, if not more than an hour, it's just not going to work. So what you really need, what you really, really need to work on, the very first thing that you need because you already have an iPhone or an Android phone, the Samsung, Pixel, you name it, right? You already have a phone. And any phone out there, any smartphone, um, has a pretty decent camera, okay? So don't sweat it if you don't have an iPhone. Just pick up whatever phone you have, and you already have that. You don't need to go out and buy a phone. But what you really need, the first thing that you need is a good story. That's the first thing that you need. And that good story comes from many places. Um, For some filmmakers, it comes from their heart. And they put that into a thought process that creates a story, and they write it out. So you need to just start writing your story into a film. If you don't know how to write a screenplay, because I know that some of you have never made a film before, that's okay. Just write out your story however you need to. And then transform it into a screenplay. Look, you can Google anything you want to, anything, and you'll transform it. The second thing you need for that story to convey it into a good film is some really good actors. Now, Blue Moon has both those things. They have a wonderful story. I have to tell you, Steph Harris is the most amazing storyteller I have ever experienced personally. Um, If you follow the Blue Moon page on Facebook, you will see his backstories onto the people involved in Blue Moon. You'll see the backstory of of Ryan. You'll You'll even see the backstory of the car that they used. But Steph Harris has always been a really good storyteller and he's always been really good at converting his stories into films 
I mean, this isn't his first film, just so you know. And this definitely is not his last, of course. He's working on some other films right now. And you can go to uh, to their website, and I'm going to put that in the links below so that you can just click on it and open it up and see what projects he's working on. But Steph Harris has made some really good films because of the storytelling technique that he uses. He basically captures your attention with, you know, from the beginning and just sort of just just has you hanging uh, from an, uh, a thread, basically, throughout the story. And you, you're waiting from moment to moment to what's going to happen next. And it's, it's pretty exciting because it, it, it's kind of like, what's going to happen next? What else could happen in this scenario, the scene, right? And so you've already got that, right? So you've got, if you're doing what Steph is doing, you've got a great story. And now what you need to do is transform it into a film. But before you actually hit the record button on your camera, you need good actors because the good actors are going to, they're going to perform your story, right? And Jed Brophy and Mark Hadlow have not really worked together on films uh, before this um, that I think maybe one. If I if my memory is correct, I could be wrong. You know what? You should listen to the previous podcasts, uh, the the episodes uh, with them. They're they're so amazingly inspiring as well. And I know I overuse that word inspiring, but I don't know how else to define it. You know, um, they haven't really worked that much together on films, but they uh, of course have worked on The Hobbit together. They are two of the three brothers, the, the dwarves in that film series. And they work very well together. They've known each other for many, many, many years. New Zealand's, um, you know, community for film, the, their film community is really quite small. And uh, when I, from what I gather, once one of them says, hey, I'm making a movie, they're all pretty, um, pretty willing to be a part of that, and and they bring their community together to make it happen, which is awesome. It's just awesome. Um, and so these two guys have not only worked on films and many films together and performed, I mean, not together, but on, on their own, but they've also pro- given some great performances. The other thing they've done, and they've got a really good rap sheet on this, is they've performed on theater. And this really helped them with the film Blue Moon. Uh, Jed and Mark both speak about that, you know, in their episodes on this podcast, about how much that comes into play. So good performances and a good, um, I should, a, a good relationship between the performers um, is also vital. I've worked on films myself, and it comes through no matter what you do and how great actors they are. Unless, I mean, I'm sure there are some that can, you know, not have the connection with one another and still uh, it doesn't show in their performance on some epic films somewhere. Um, but for the most part, you need that in in your your actors. So having having these guys together 
um, just created a really good energy for the for their performance. And the fact that they it was run through like a theater style, uh, like a play, um, that also helped them a lot. Um, because again, they weren't using a big camera, and they were using a phone um, camera. And although a performance is a performance, regardless of the camera, um, it was it was less obtrusive. Um, they were in a tight environment. Remember, um, maybe I didn't mention this before, but you might know already. This was all shot mostly in one location. Uh, it was shot inside of a gas station convenience store. And around it. So, but most, I would say probably 80% of the film, if if not more, um, was shot inside this little store inside the gas station. Um, so that, that really helped a lot. And they shot this with a total of, I think it was like, well, I can't remember, but I think it was like three days and 36 hours or something like that total. Um, and... Again, it's, it's a small crew. Um, they had a wonderful, wonderful audio uh, technician there capturing their, their audio, which was done separately, as is done in most films. And they also had a wonderful uh, camera operator um, and director of photography, which does more, uh, just so you know, uh, as, as far as cinematography and and all that, and the the actual production of the film, they do a lot more than just um, hold the camera and record. The other thing that that brings me to is the cinematic and production value. Now, production value, you know, a lot of people say, well, that that's kind of um, subjective. Well, let me tell you what the definition is of production value, okay? It's basically the lighting, the sound, the scenery, and the props used to improve a film or a play. So production value is everything, right? So this is what happened in this film. They paid attention to every little detail of the film. And, you know, that takes extra power, extra will, extra energy, Extra, extra, extra. So this team, which is part of the entire success of Blue Moon, I think, came together in a real powerful way and cre- and took that wonderful story from Steph. They took that wonderful story because once they read that story, they thought, I got to be a part of that. I'm so, I'm down for this, right? And they took that. They came together. And they made that happen. And look, it was not easy. It's not easy making a film. There are many, for every one film that you see out there, no matter how short or how small you may think it is, that's add hundreds to that of the films, of the number of films that don't ever get completed. Okay? So just the fact that they completed this film is already a big deal. But the fact that they went so much further into meticulously shooting, recording, uh, performing, and editing this film and packaging it together to such a wonderful, wonderful story shot with an iPhone into a film. Now that, that 
well. That's really an amazing, that's what makes a film inspiring. And what I hope it does for all of you is that it inspires you, it moves you, it motivates you, it fires up your dream to just get out there and start shooting. Start making your film. You've got the stories. We all have stories. All humans have stories. And we can imagine it. We can take it from somewhere that's real. We can take it from an experience we have and expand it. And maybe something true we can get creative with and and use our imagination to turn it into a great story. Great stories also have messages and if you if you want to, I'm just telling you right now, if you want to make a feature film and shoot it with your phone, you can do it. And listen to our podcast episode with uh, Ryan. I'm going to put the links to each episode in this one just so you can go back and and look at it and you can see them on the notes. So are you ready for this? Because if you're ready to make a film, I want to tell you something. We're open right now for submissions at the International Mobile Film Festival in San Diego. We have two competitions. We have our shorts competitions, one to five minutes in length. And we have our feature film competitions in 40 to 90 minutes. And um, I want you not to forget... Oh, I I do need to point out something uh, about the feature competition. The feature film competition, they need to be cinematic and narrative films. We're not looking for documentaries. But if your documentary is cinematic and has an amazing production value, and I know that all these things you may think are subjective, but if, if we believe that they are, then, and they do hold that, um, and we think that it may be selected, then we'll allow you to submit it. Um, Otherwise, don't submit your films, okay? Um, The other thing is, oh, and you can contact us. You can just use the contact form on our website, internationalmobilefilmfestival.com. Now, here's the other other thing that you should know, is that 10% of the film can contain, we're allowing this, and this is, I think, the third or fourth year we're allowing this, um, 10% of your film can include aerial footage shot with a drone camera. And that's for both competitions. Now, here's the uh, deadline. The deadline for shorts is November 19th, 2019. The deadline for feature films is October 19th of 2019. And... Mark this on your calendars. You'll want to be here in San Diego. You want to meet the filmmakers. You want to meet um, the people that are shooting their films that made it, whose films got selected. You'll want to meet others whose films didn't get selected or who are just curious about it or maybe working on a film or whatever it is. And you'll also want to meet people in the industry, take part in the film festival. We have a lot of things, including Q&As and presentations and speakers and all that stuff. We also have an amazing red carpet extravaganza, uh, kind of almost like a show, uh, where the filmmakers, the all the selected filmmakers that attend get to walk the red carpet. And it is um, 
sponsored uh, by Star Wars Steampunk Universe. And they are an amazing group. And the red carpet um, is an amazing show. And you'll be a part of that anyways. Um, I also want to share with you the date. So April 25th and 26th next year, 2020. All right. One more last thing. We have the Global Mobile Film Awards, which is referred to as the Oscars of mobile films. We're opening the submission so you can open, you can nominate your own films. But here's, here's the thing. Only films that have won awards in film festivals, doesn't have to be a mobile film festival, any film festival, uh, qualify. So you are competing with the best the awarded films to become the, I wouldn't say supreme, but the best of the best uh, of the mobile films for 2019. We have the event take place online in December each year. Um, And I think this is our third year. Um, Yeah, because I think we had the first one in 2017, 18, and 19. So there you go, three years uh, going on this. And um, your Film uh, deadline to submit is October 19th. Um, The date for the event is December 27th online. And um, I will share a link for that. Anyways, listen, I want to congratulate the Blue Moon team for all the wins, all that they've got coming to them, all the projects that they have on the table, whether they're shot with iPhones or, or whatever they're shot with. This is an amazing group of people. I want to congratulate all of you. And a big shout out to Rich Visor for sending that last minute um, audio uh, recording to, well, our way so we can share it with you. 